Oh yeah, at least now we don't have to talk about that weird that weird dog game anymore. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was just so weird. <laughs> I did not want to be playing that like I it was scary. Yeah. It was scary yeah. where we were going with it. Yeah. And I know that some people are probably going to say it's kink shaming, but no, don't fuck don't, dogs. Don't no. fuck dogs. <laughs> don't fuck dogs. Don't fuck your dogs. Yeah. Don't okay. fuck other people. Don't fuck any dogs. Don't fuck dogs. Oh my god. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Geek Remix Podcast episode 11. 10? 11. 11? Yeah. 11? Sorry, Stacy and I have both had a horrible week. <laughs> Um, so I'm Stacy, And I'm Mari. And in case you guys are wondering, we were talking about, um, this, like, weird dating sim game. It was under the dating sim category. Oh my god. It was, like, something, something, my dogs are human now. So their dogs turn into humans, and they're, like, naked humans. And I think they, like, date their, their dog. We didn't know where it was going, but it was just it was it was going, going into dangerous directions. And... It was going in really weird directions, and we didn't want to stumble upon the dog fucking. Yeah. So... And you know us, like we're normally pretty cool about like weird dating sims, but for some reason, like, but it's like your dogs. It's like your children. Yeah, you know? it was very weird. Even it's... if they weren't your dogs, don't fuck dogs that turn into humans. Yeah. You can do- you can fuck humans that turn into dogs, but not dogs that turn into humans. Yeah, because they're dependent on you for everything, and that just that that's just strange, you know. Yes. So, uh, uh you can fuck humans that turn into dogs. <laughs> you can do- you you know what? Like a werewolf. And, it's not the same thing, you know. Yeah, you can fuck a human in who is in wolf form. That's oh okay. <laughs> If you can fuck a human who is in their animal form, that's fine. That's cool. But not an animal that's in human form. That's fucked up because of their mind. Those yeah. are the rules of bestiality. <laughs> it's because they can't give you, like, consent. real consent. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Unless they're a hyper-evolved animal, then it's okay. <laughs> Or maybe, you know, we don't know this for sure. Maybe they were, like, trapped in dog bodies and, you know, we j- we hadn't gotten to that part yet. They're like, oh, my God, we've been trapped in dog bodies forever. Thank you so much for releasing us. Now let's have an orgy. Yeah. That maybe that's where that was going. They were, they were acting like dogs. Yeah, that's true. Because yeah. they were being all like, oh, my God. Hey, how are you? Yeah. If they were actually people who were stuck in dog form... That would have been okay. They would act like people? Yeah. yeah. And not like her pets? Yeah, the game's playing in the background, so you guys can see it. But it was it was something, something, my dogs are now human. Here, let me look it up. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, man, we find some weird, weird games. Weird shit. Pause and effect, my dogs are human. <laughs> It's on Itch.io. It's very interesting, and I really hope it's not... It looks exactly like a dating sim, and I don't want it to be. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> unless you had anything else you wanted to say about pause and effect, I was going to get into some news. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so the first thing... So apparently this was like announced like a week or two ago, but I thought this was already known. Mass Effect Andromeda is delayed until early 2017. I thought everybody knew that already. They put, but Bioware put out like an announce, a whole announcement about it being like, oh, we just want it to be like the best game it could possibly be. And so that means that we're not going to release it until 2017, which is like totally fine with me. But I was also kind of like, didn't we already know that? I feel like we already knew that, but maybe we didn't. I don't know. I, 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 I have a hard time believing that I just, like, psychically knew that that was going to happen because I'm not usually in tune to those things. But um, for games that are going to be released this year, Pokemon Sun and Moon are coming on November 18th. 
Um, those of you who follow me on any social media will know that Mari got me Pokemon Y on Saturday, and I am now obsessed with it. Do you do you think we should get a a three DS recorder and let's play that? I don't know. That seems like I don't know. I don't know if it's like really let's playable. We can take exactly. a look at it. I mean. I know that people always talk about, like, us, like, recording, you know, mobile games or, like, 3DS or even, like, I remember somebody suggested, like... I feel like, like Pokemon's the only one that would be worth doing that for. Yeah. I mean, there was somebody who suggested, like, a PS Vita game once, and I was just like, but how? You know? Because a lot of those games are, like, the... I mean, like, Pokemon, you sink a pretty significant amount of hours into it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so it might be something. It might be something interesting to like play while we were podcasting. I don't know. Um, but I chose I chose Froki because I heard from a little bird that you get to choose one of the original starters later, and so I was like, oh, I want to like diversify the types. Yeah, you know that really fucked me up the first time because there's like a lot of events where there's where someone gives you a really powerful Pokemon, and I'm like, I already named my Pokemon. What the fuck? I had my team, and now you're messing it up. I've already committed to this Pokemon. I don't want to hurt this Pokemon's feelings and put them in the in the box. Yeah. I still, I still like. Uh, for some reason, I feel like they have emotions. Yeah, this po- this Pokemon has been relegated to box one. Yeah, I was like, oh, let me just abandon you now after I've named you and be bonded with you, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun playing it, like, while I watch TV shows and stuff. It's good. It's good. And it's it's changed a lot, so I haven't played Pokemon in a really long time, and so it kind of, like, blew my mind when I first like, watching, like, the opening scenes. I called Mari the other day because I was like, I just walked into a Poke Center. Holy fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, because it just, like, it looks so different than, like, oh, when I played it when I was I a kid. I wonder what Sun and Moon is going to fucking look like. I don't know, man. Oh, my God. Did you, you saw the starter Pokemon for those, right? Yeah. I'm definitely going to go Leaf. Yeah. I'll probably no, go you with You can't the- go Leaf. I'm going Leaf. No, I would never do that. Leaf is <laughs> for losers. Oh, what? Grass for life. Grass Pokemon. OP. No. Fuck. No way. Fire yeah. Pokemon is the way to go. Mm. Yeah, let me see you fight against some rock types. See how that works out for you. I know, that ice, does kind of suck. Ice beam your ass. Well, that's why you have other, other Pokemon. What's your lineup right now? Um, I think I have, I'm at the very beginning, so I have Pikachu, um, I think I have, like, a Pansage and a Panseer, and, uh, Froakie, and then, like, something else that I don't care about. There was, there was. I don't really like any of, like, the bug Pokemon. They grow really fast, so... Yeah, and, but I mean, those are the all the ones that you get at the very beginning, and I was just kind of like, I don't care about Metapod. <laughs> well, uh, the Vivian is number 666 in the Pokedex, so I was like, well, gotta <gasps> get that. Yeah. Well, I have to <laughs> so get that, that evolves then. from that weird-looking pupa thing. Uh, <laughs> right <laughs> now... Some people, hold on, some people are mentioning that uh, Litten, the fire starter for Sun and Moon, is a fire kitten. Yep, well, you know what? Fuck off. Owl Leaf. He's a fire kitten. He's so cute. Although, and I don't like the, um, I don't really like the water starter, Poplio. Because... I, he's a little, a little, uh, a little goofy looking. Well, you know, I don't mind that it's a sea lion, but they made him look like a clown, which reminded me of circuses and how they mistreat animals. And so I was like, is this Pokemon being, like, well-treated? And then I was like, wait... Don't other Pokemon get sad if they just have to go live in the computer all the time? Oh my god. Is this secretly about, you know, the ethical treatment of animals? Is that what Pokemon's really about? All of a sudden at the very, you know, the last Pokemon game, they're just going to, like, lay down the hammer and they're going to be like, all this time, you're an asshole. And that's how they're going to end Pokemon. Exactly. 
All this time you've been fucking dogfighting. Yeah. Crazy weirdos. So I was thinking, all right, let's just talk about Pokemon for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I was wondering, like, man, like, Pokemon, the Pokemon world is kind of like a utopia. In yes. that uh, Star Trek is a utopia. They have things like burn heal and ice heal. Like, they get things that can just heal shit right away. They have, like, all technology where they, where they can digify matter, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like... I also just really like how they all let the kids just, like, yeah, you're... Go just run around and fight. Like, they have preschoolers that are just, like, running around dogfighting with each other. Well, you know what? That's because it really implies that they live in a society where that's not really a threat, where it's well, okay. I don't know. Preschoolers dogfighting? That sounds like a dystopia to me. Yeah, but do you... Yeah, but also This is an Orwellian that- society, Mari. <laughs> We're living in a society where preschoolers can run around and not be, like, attacked by adults or kidnapped or anything. And when they are kidnapped, they get out, they're fine. Like, Yeah, that's true. You know, this is a society in which it's okay to let your 11-year-old go off on their finding themselves quest and not be worried that they're going to be murdered. I know, that's so cute. So it's like, they live in this paradise. They live in this utopia where even the evil people are kind of like whatever (laughs) yeah like everybody is allowed to be who they are like there's like one gym train gym leader who's like i just want to be a pokemon and everyone's like okay you know yeah and i believe there's like a trans person in lumo city who's just running around and they're like yeah i'm a trans person everyone's like okay like (laughs) No big deal. Utopia, where everything's totally fine. And then the evil people are always, like, doing something ridiculous, and everyone's like, calm down, you. Relax. (laughs) Chill out. And then they're like, oh, yeah, okay. I just... And they have this technology where they can, like, pretty much fix anything. They have no food crises, no anything. It's, It's just a really wonderful place. And I guess it's like their entire economy is based off Pokemon, and that's what's made it possible because they don't have to worry about anything because they have manual label from highly specialized animals. Oh man, you know what I'm realizing as I'm watching the the stream? What? We don't get to share uh, Heart Baked. I know. Our that was a good one. Yeah. Damn it. I don't want to think about it. Yeah. Um. Uh. <clears throat> Oh, um, speaking of speaking of porn, um, Overwatch Pornhub searches jumped eight hundred and seventeen percent during the shooter's open beta. Unsurprisingly, tracer was the most common search term. Uh, is this is this uh, for looking for not safe for work stuff or looking for open beta footage? No, on Pornhub. Because Pornhub uh, is known for hosting video game footage that is um, embargoed. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure they were... If you look at the other search terms... No, no, no. I know. Because sometimes I look that up. Yeah, pretty sure people were looking for porn. Pretty sure. I don't sure. know why. I just For some reason, video game porn, I'm like, whoa. I don't, you know, I don't see any problem with that. I know some people think that it's like... That, like, they can't understand why, but I don't know. I think it's fine. I get it. I get it. I don't it. know why. I'm, like, super into it. Like, video yeah. game porn. Except, like, the people who make the video game porn gifts are, like, sometimes they do things, and I'm like, calm down. Relax. <laughs> you I know. To calm down. <laughs> well, and I feel like also sometimes people, like, specifically create it so that they can make a character do things that that character might not otherwise do. You know? Yeah. For some I'm trying to be, trying I don't to be wanna... a little vague, but... Yeah, first, I, I looked up a certain video game, and I was like, who made this? They need to go to prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stuff like that, you know, where it's just like, they just want to make everybody's all having fun, and then somebody has to just go and make it like super twisted and fucked up. And you're like, "Oh, come on!" I know it's not even fucked up in the good way. It's like, really, that character that you wanted that to happen? To? Okay, yeah. You need to leave. You need to go. 
It's not the good kind of fucked up where you're like, oh, it's like, no. Ooh, like we're all in on a joke together. It's just like, oh, come on. Yeah. Why you gotta do that, man? Yeah. Um, Hideo Kojima is being sketchy about his newest action game. He's saying, I won't say that it's an open world title, but those that enjoy playing today's AAA titles, such as The Division and Uncharted, will be able to play it smoothly. Okay, whatever, Hideo. No one ever knows what's going on with him. I, I kind of like how he's just this, like, whoever knows, like, what's actually going on. You know? Uh-oh. Terraptor keeps getting banned. Because yeah. Because he keeps saying, hey, hey, bae, is looking up Seymour porn. Oh, no. <laughs> no, oh, sorry. I got a little distracted. No one's going to... The Seymour is from Final Fantasy X, and he's the evil guy, but they made him weirdly sexy. So it's like, whoa, what? Ooh. <laughs> oh, wait, is that the one? No. He's, no. like, half Guado, and he's like, has weird veins all over his body, and, like, his nipples hold up his clothes or something. It's very confusing. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, you gotta look him up. It's... Like, the whole game, he's wearing this, like, very open kimono with, like, two metal studs where his nipples yeah, are. Yeah, I'm and looking. He... It looks like it's attached. Yeah, it looks like his nipples are pierced and holding up his kimono. What's it's... going on with that hair? Exactly. Exactly. What is going on with that? Exactly. You're, huh. You just look at him and you're like, ooh, what? Oh, I feel like if you had to put, like, a cap, a caption for Final Fantasy, it would be, like, Final Fantasy, Final Fantasy 16, weirdly sexual. Yeah, you're, like, you look at it and you're, like, why am I aroused? Why am <laughs> right. Aroused? Is that what it is? <laughs> is that what I'm feeling? <laughs> <laughs> um, there's going to be a new reboot. Uh, do you remember Jumanji? Yeah. Yeah, there's going to be a Jumanji reboot starring okay, The, starring the Rock. The... <laughs> yeah, okay. I can get down with that, yeah. Um, and he specifically was saying that it was going to honor the late Robin Williams, that they would honor his name and the character of Alan Parrish in a very earnest and cool way. And that's supposed to come out on July 28th, 2017. Jumanji was fucking awesome. I remember seeing that, like, when I saw that for the first time, and I was like, you know when it's like you don't... I was, I think I was young enough when I saw it that I didn't really have an understanding that, like, the animals weren't real, you know? So I was just like, holy shit! Oh, you thought the animals... Oh, you mean in the real world? They th you thought that they were actually getting animals to, like, come out? I would, no, it's not, it's not like I thought to myself, those animals are real, but, like, I didn't understand how, like, CGI worked at oh. the time. You know what I mean? I like, understood how it worked because my favorite show on the Discovery Channel, I was a fucking nerd and I used to watch the Discovery Channel instead of, like, a normal person in what? Discovery Channel used to actually be good and not just be, uh, reality weird TV reality shows. reality TV shows, yeah. But they had a... Every Saturday morning, they would have stuff for kids, and it would be like movie magic, and they would explain about how they did all the special effects. Oh. So I knew how they, they did all that stuff, and I was like, whoa, that's so fucking cool, like, whatever. And, I, like, that's how I understood. So I always had a pretty good understanding of how special effects worked, so it wasn't so too bad. <laughs> I don't know. That's, like, that's the first, that's one of the first movies I can really remember that, like, that I saw animals CGI. Like, I'd seen, like, Star Trek before and, like, all sorts of, like... What about Jurassic Park? Um, but you knew it, dinosaurs weren't real? I knew dinosaurs weren't real, so it's, like, pretty clear that those are, like... They use models for a lot of those, um, which they have, like, a different look to them than CGI, I feel like. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like when you watch, like, old horror movies and everything is done with actual models or, you know, like, creature masks and things like practical that. Practical effects, a... that's what it's called. Yes, practical effects, as opposed to, like, CGI. It just, like, it has, like, a different look and feel to it. Do you remember the first time that you watched The Labyrinth? Yeah. Yeah. I like practical effects more than I like CGI for gore, because... 
for me, having the physical... Like, in the the original thing, the practical effects in the original thing had this, like, presence on screen where it had organic movements and, like, you know, you could see the actors' reactions and, like, it touched things. It it was more scary to me. I saw both than, like, CGI because it had, like, that twitchy... I feel like CGI is way too smooth, is what I'm did, saying. Did the, the, the twitchy thing, it made you feel things? Yeah. Well, what I'm saying is that I like practical effects more than CGI. But I'm not saying CGI is bad. CGI has a lot of useful things for it. I'm just saying that practical effects, I think, have better impact on on film. Yeah. I don't know. I just remember, like, thinking that movie was really cool. And I'm trying to imagine... I think it, I think it could be really cool for them to do a reboot of it. No, I don't yeah, know if, definitely. I don't know if they're doing, like, a reboot so much, like, because you know how some reboots, it's like they're really just redoing the old movie and other ones, it's more like kind of a sequel reboot type thing. Because if they cast The Rock as Robin Williams' character, that would be really fucking weird. I'm into it. <laughs> I love The Rock. I like, I, everyone else calls him, like, whatever his name is. No, he's The du- Rock. Dwayne Johnson? Yeah, no, his name is The Rock. His name is not Dwayne, it's The Rock, okay? <laughs> his name is not Dwayne. <laughs> but no, Jumanji was fucking cool. I love Jumanji. Yeah. Um, new photos are out of Michael Fassbender, who plays the Callum Lynch and Aguiar. For some and- reason, I thought you were going to talk about nudes. I don't know why. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I can see why you thought that I was going there, but I'm not. It's okay, because I think his penis is already shown in a movie I saw. Hold on. We can, we can check that really quick. On his penis or what? On his penis. Uh, yeah, I think he was in a movie called something where, like, he's, like, addicted to sex or something. Oh, I don't know if he shows his penis, though. I feel like I, feel like I remember seeing his penis. Yeah, I don't know. If you search for Michael Fassbender penis, it just shows a bunch of close-ups of his pants. Hey, hey, bases. Yes, he is hung. So let's see. Everyone, stop for a moment and look up Michael. Stop. Ra- We're gonna. <laughs> this is important. Um, penis. But you know, it's kind of uh, so the. But for the, the, we're talking about the Assassin's Creed movie, by the way, because I don't think I actually got that far in my sentence. Oh, yep, I see it. Yeah. Okay, it's in that movie. And it shows his penis peeing. Okay. Okay. It shows him, like, actually peeing? It seems like a weird... Yeah, I remember. It was like he gets out of bed and, like, pees or something. And also... Oh. No, he's like... Okay, look up Michael Fassbender nude. Ah, Okay. Yeah, there's like, okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we answered this question on the podcast. Yeah, I was this like, was I feel like important. I remember seeing it. I never um, forget a dick. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the, so the Assassin's Creed, the people who are financing Assassin's Creed. Is going to be in Assassin's Creed? I hope so, but probably not. <laughs> Um, so it seems that the people who are financing the film have such a good feeling about the movie that it's already being considered for a sequel. Oh. (laughs) Okay. I can't help but laugh a little bit because it's like, really? Really? Assassin's Creed? Really? I mean, are there video game adaptations that have typically done... Oh, the Laura Croft adaptation, I know that you have mixed feelings about it, did very well. Laura really? Croft did very, very well. It's, yeah, Laura Croft did very well. I mean, they were horrible. I I remember them being fucking awesome, but I saw them when I was 12, so. Yeah, I mean, they have like, they have like a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. But they also made... M- I, I don't think the second top-grossing female lead action movie of all time. Yeah, but she—it is the only female lead action movie. 
You know not what I mean? Not the only one. I, well, uh, I, it made a lot of money. It made a lot. Enough, it really boosted Angelina Jolie's career as well. Yeah. Uh, and there was a sequel that made a lot of money as well. I think it was just, I remember it being fucking awesome, so. Yeah. I remember I mean, being like, I want to be Laura Croft. I want to see, what's the next one? Oh, yeah, this is fucking awesome. It looks like it made $274.7 at the box office. The budget was $115 million. What? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What did they spend that on? <laughs> I have no idea, right? I mean, half of it was probably just Angelina Jolie's salary. <laughs> Oh, Underworld's a popular female. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, whatever. Assassin's Creed. It's, you know, going to people's memories, genetics, memories, whatever. Uh... Yeah, well, in any case, it did make money. <laughs> I'm not, like, I don't know. Yeah. So, moving on, I've, I don't know if you've heard of, if you've seen this, like, floating around anywhere, but this, this company called Tweet X Stitch, like, Tweet Cross Stitch, mm -hmm. it takes stupid tweets and makes them into cross stitches. Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's always, like, the really dumb ones. Like, you know, and I'm not sure if they, um if they just take, like, celebrity tweets, but I'm trying to imagine if they took, like, let's see. There is a subreddit that is all bots that stitches, I guess, puts together um, posts based off of, like, word clouds or whatever the fuck from different yeah. subreddits. And Sir Crest always links it in the Skype chat that we're in, and I always click on it. Just, like, being, oh, it's linked. Let me click on it. It takes me, like, 20 seconds to figure out it's from that subreddit. Because I'm always like, what? Sitting there, like, it almost seems like a real thing someone would say. <laughs> so I, and then I read the comments, and they all seem like real things people would say. And I'm like, oh, my God. They're not quite right, and they all seem, like, real but not real. <laughs> and I always get really confused. So I've... I found one of the cross stitches. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Keep in mind somebody cross stitched this. It says, this is from at Sophie Hagen, and it says, if women aren't funny, how come we can fart from two places? <laughs> Imagine Cis women. how. Sorry. Yeah. Cis women, but yeah. Cis women. Like. <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, so they asked John Boyega about the relationship between Ray and Finn because they've started filming for Star Wars Episode Eight. Hey, man. I didn't feel it, but I can see why other people would feel it. I don't know why I didn't feel it. I think no. Because, I, I think it was built up so much before I watched the movie because I watched it at late. So I came into the movie being like, okay, there's clearly going to be the gayest thing I've ever seen in my That's, life. No, Ray and Finn. Oh, Ray and Finn. Not, Not Poe Finn and, and Finn, po. sorry. Yeah. So, Ray and Finn, and he says that Ray and Finn are just friends. When asked directly if there's, no, if there's a romantic relationship between the characters, he replied, yes, Finn and Ray, they're just friends, noting that Finn is a stormtrooper, so he doesn't really know what's going on. That said, he did speak vaguely about how romance will be handled in Episode Eight, saying that it will play out in a way that Star Wars fans probably won't expect. So the romance thing is something that's going to be interesting in the next installment. It's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. It's already being directed and opens on December 15th, 2017. So I was like, when I read that, I was like, okay, Stacey, like, don't get excited that there's going to be a gay relationship. Because he was saying, like, it's not going to go the way you think it's going to go. And I was like, well, everybody's saying there can't be gayness in it. So does that mean there's going to be gayness in it? And I was like, okay. Don't get excited because they're probably not going to do that. Can I just point something out? Yeah. Uh, in the world of media and in the world, um, 
it's very rare to find a light-skinned woman getting together with a dark-skinned man. And a lot of people, even if they don't realize it, and even on Tumblr, will be very against that. And I just want to point that out. Like, you don't see that a lot in media yet, even today, where a light-skinned woman is with a dark-skinned man. And uh, it, it very rarely happens. Like, Are there... Are there even any, I can't even think of any instances of like, I mean, I can think of like one or two instances of a white guy with a darker woman. I feel like interracial couples are still really rare. Exactly. Which is why I kind of really liked Finn and Ray getting together because I was like, wow, they're like really like doing something with that. But you know, if... Poe and Finn get together, that's really great too. It's just that, you know, there's still like a lot of people get really upset about a black man being with a white woman. I just want to point that out. And I know yeah. probably like someone's going to get really upset about it. I'm like, okay, well, you're proving my point. Like, not a lot of black men get with white women in media. Which is yeah. why in Empire, they like actually. In Empire, I really like Empire, even though it is a drama show and they're like very dramatic. Yeah, I've never watched it. When they cover certain topics, I feel like they're trying to take it seriously and they're trying to say something with it. Because you know how Mm -hmm. in some shows they'll be like, and then this happened, aren't you shocked? Yeah, yeah. But in Empire, they actually try to... They do try to shock you, but they also try to say something with it. You know? So, Mm -hmm. they try and... Because I feel like they're actually trying to have a point to everything that they do in the show. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, uh, in Empire, there is a black man who's married to a white woman. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, I I think I think it's still like it's still pretty rare, even for commercials. I don't know if you've ever like no, there was a... white men will be with a black woman, and that's like fine. But people just don't like seeing a light skinned woman with a dark skinned man, and people get people still get shitty about any interracial couples. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean, I just, I always think of, like, the Cheerios commercials because Cheerios had, like, a series of commercials where they had, like, an interracial couple, they had a gay couple, and, like, I just remember people getting, like, super, super pissed about it. And it's like, really? Come on. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason... Seriously, one of the only reasons why I didn't really like the idea of Ray getting together with anybody is because I like the idea of her just being a strong female character that doesn't need a romance arc. Um, because I'm very afraid... I, I mean, she's a strong female character all on her own, and I just, you know... I really... I, I'm not even... I think that Ray and Finn are connected in that they just both for the very first time have somebody that they're connected to, even yeah. if it's not romantically. And so they're just both grasping onto each other because they're like, finally I have a friend, you know, like somebody yeah. who's my friend. And then they just grab onto each other really hard because they've never had a friend before. Yeah. So. I also like the idea of there being a platonic, you know, male-female, like, friendship because – I feel like a lot of times when they show a male-female friendship, it's either because they're going to get together, they used to be together, the guy wants to get with the girl, like something, you know, there's some type of drama going on. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I it, think Ray should get with uh, don't the say robot. It. The robot? Yeah. Oh, BB-8. BB-8. Yeah. Feel a real connection between those two. I really want, um, I really want Kylo and Hux to get together. You know, know what? That sh- that could. You know what? You know what? Yeah. I know that like it's probably not going to be split, but the fan fiction is so good. You know it's... what, Stacey? I can see it happening because Kylo's obviously going to die redeeming himself. Mm-hmm. So you know what? He's already tragic. He's already tragic. So. Yeah, you know. you know, fit those tropes in. If you, <laughs> if you make him gay, he's just going to die. Well, then it makes sense that he dies. Yeah. Of course. 
of course. You know we're being facetious, everybody. Yeah, Please we're don't just joking around. We're not serious, but uh, he's obviously going to die, so you may as well make him gay. So. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, before we, so that was all the news I had. Before we do questions, a few questions. Did you want to recommend some books? Uh, yes, I want to recommend the Septimus Heap series. It has a good uh, audio reader. And Septimus Heap is, you know, it's a kid's book. I guess <laughs> I would call it young, uh, young adult, I guess. Yeah, young adult. But like early young adult. But sometimes, you know, sometimes you just need to read something that's really safe and just really like, ah, like, I'm okay. Yeah, like everything's going to be fine, you know. Well, there's yeah. drama and uh, people die. However, when people die, they get turned into ghosts, and sometimes they don't turn into ghosts. Uh, it revolves around this kid who was... It's, oh, anyway, you know what? It's very complicated. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, very complicated. Uh, you know, different kids do have story arcs. People do suffer, but they end up being okay. And a lot of the stuff is pretty cute. Like, even the people who are evil are like, you know, it's not, it's not stressful. Yeah, yeah. It's not stressful. I mean, there's enough for you to be engaged, but it's not stressful, and you're following along a story. It's just has really good world building, has rules to its magic. It's just, it's really cute. It's, it's just, you know... Ah, I am relaxed. Everything is fine. Because I really feel like lately, in the last few years, ever since Game of Thrones came out and, like, all this stuff, people were like, let's make everything as fucked up as possible. Just totally fucking madness. Anyone can die, and it can happen in the worst way possible. No one's going to have a happy ending. Everything is bad. Yeah, and I feel like there's so much rape in every single story now where I'm like, can everyone calm down stop like i know that it's cool to be edgy but can you relax mm -hmm. you can have a good story without everyone being horrible which is also so anyway septimus heap sun fun safe relaxing <laughs> magical story where drama yeah. does happen but everything's fine you know yeah. Like, things, people get in, like, enchanted sleeps or whatever the fuck, you know, but it's fine. But like, eventually everything, like, works out and... Yeah. So... Oh, yeah, and there's, like, a whole bunch of them and they're all on Audible. Yeah. There's, like, oh, seven of them. You know, if... You know what I really like? I've been watching Penny Dreadful. It's very oh. dark, but at the same time, it's not super weird and rapey, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whenever they're like, here's a dark thing where they're like, and everyone gets raped, and you're like, calm down. It's not super rapey. Yeah. So it's, it's great. So that is Septimus Heap. Yeah. Um, and you can find that, you can find that on Audible. Uh, the, our Audible link is audibletrial.com slash geekremix. And with that, you get like a free 30-day trial and a free book. So you can listen... Mari and I recommend books, like, in all the podcasts that we do, and so you can always, like, go check one of them out for free. Um, I actually started a Goodreads profile so that you can see all of my previous recommendations, and that's goodreads.com slash geekremixalot. The book that I wanted to recommend this week was The Life We Bury by Alan Eskins. Um, it's funny because, like, when I started reading the book, like, I don't like to learn a whole lot about books before I read them. Like, oh, yeah, I'll, because then you end up waiting. Because then you end up waiting for things to happen. Um, so I try not to, like, over-explain what a book is. So, but rest assured, like, I wouldn't recommend it if it wasn't really enjoyable. Um, I like crime thrillers if, so this book is not, in any way like cereal, but if you like things like cereal, then you might like this book. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It's not, like, set up in the way that cereal is, but if you are someone who enjoys cereal or crime stories, then you'll probably enjoy this. Um, Side note about cereal. 
I hate people who make theories about cereal and because it's real. Yeah, I'm like, who the fuck do you think you are? Like, not you, Stacy, obviously. Yeah. Just like when I see on the internet, people being like, "This is my theory about what." I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. What? Because they'll be like piecing you together all this evidence of like this is somebody's life. Like, even I if know. you listen to the entire serial, there's a woman out there grieving for her daughter. I know? know. I just, like, you know, I don't, I don't really, I like watching stories about things like that, but then I just like to let it be. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I, because Take it's like, it you're, you're never going to know the whole story ever. Nobody knows what the whole story is. Like, no matter how objective somebody tries to be in their reporting about it, there's going to be things that they miss. There's going to be other parts to the story. You can never tell if people are lying. For Like, seriously, you, you can't. You can make guesses about whether they're lying or not, but you don't really know. I don't know. And it's like, it bothers me a little bit that people get so wrapped up in the, like, oh, it's a story. It's like, it's not a story, though. Yeah, it's real. It happened. It's like, this is somebody's real life that this happened to. There's somebody, like depending on how you want to look at it, like somebody is dead and we don't know who killed them and somebody's rotting in jail for that crime or this person is leading everybody on a wild goose chase when they're really a murderer. You know? You don't know. Just listen, you know? Yeah, you don't know. Just enjoy it for what it is and then, you know? Or don't enjoy it or feel things. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. Um... So I only had a few questions. By the way, guys, like people who are in the chat right now, um, if you guys wanted to submit some questions for the podcast, feel free. So the first question that I had down was, um, I don't really have an answer for this, but I know that you probably do. What are your favorite video game soundtracks? Mm. Uh, Saints Row 4. Uh, Mass Effect 3 has an okay soundtrack. Mass Effect 2 had a really good one. Uh, Devil May Cry, uh, mm. DMC Devil May Cry has a really good one. Stacy and I used to listen to it in the cars. Sick beats. It's Sick. a really good. It's a really good one for working out. Definitely, really good workout soundtrack. Um, the Gone Home one has a good one. Oxenfree has a very good one for relaxing. Yeah, it's very like relaxing electronic. Yeah, if uh, Oxenfree is very good for, like, laying down uh, and just, like, you know, having a, do a, like, I don't know, with a cup of tea or going outside and laying out in this grass and listening to or going to the beach and laying down. Cool, chill out, relaxed music. DMC is high intensity, like, workout music. Mm-hmm. What else? Oh, the soundtrack to Earth, Earth. Uh, not Earthbound. <laughs> Undertale, which is like an unofficial sequel to Earthbound. The soundtrack to Undertale is really fun if you pick out the ones that you like. Let me see. What else? Yeah, I really love listening to video game soundtracks because I'm like... Oh, the Life is Strange soundtrack is really good, too. They have a really good soundtrack. Because... You know, I always I thought it was like very... Um, I thought it was very strange. I did not, I was not as affected by the soundtrack to that game as I feel like so many people were. I really liked it. I didn't, it didn't like change my life or anything. Yeah. I mean, well, it's just not my type of music. So I was just listening to it and being like, ugh, you know? Well, also a lot of the fans for Life is Strange is a little bit younger. And you already like had your indie music rock phase. Yes. Uh, Did I? Yeah. I didn't listen to indie stuff when I was a teenager. You told me that when you were listening to it, you are like, I already had my indie rock phase. I listened to some of it, but I was mostly, like, into pop garbage. Uh, I like pop garbage. Yeah, I like pop garbage. I'm not saying it was strange that other people liked it. I'm saying it was strange that I didn't have, like, nearly the same reaction to it. Not saying other people are weird. I'm saying I'm weird. If that makes sense. Yeah. Because I know that a not lot so, of people... I'm not that, saying, yeah, you're weird. I'm listening yeah. to you. 
<laughs> I'm saying, yeah, but I, I know that like a lot of people really liked it and that made sense to me because it fit really well with the game, but I just, I, I wasn't really as affected by it. That's all. Um, and the other question I had written down was, has YouTube fame had in quotes, uh, because I don't want to say that we're famous because I don't really like saying that, um, had any negative effect on you? Most, most of your fans seem really respectful and all, but some people seem to think that you owe them apologies for being problematic. Do you feel like people get in your personal space too much? Man, you know what? I haven't been called problematic in a while, so when people ask these questions, I'm like, oh my god, someone out there is calling me problematic again. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, you know what? I'm going to give ourselves some fucking credit right now. I feel like we're not nearly as quote-unquote problematic as almost every other YouTube channel out there. Yeah. We put a lot of effort, a lot of effort into making sure we say nice things. So sometimes I feel like when people say that, maybe they're an asshole. Because I'm going to give myself and Stacy some serious credit is that we try really, really hard to be as nice as we can. And to, to other people, not to games, necessarily. Not to games. To other people, to, to take into consideration the different types of people listening, making sure people feel comfortable. So you know what? We're, I'm going to give ourselves credit and brag that we try really hard, and we put a lot of effort into that. And sometimes I feel that people just say that shit because they're assholes. Well, yeah, and, but I feel like also sometimes people don't have realistic expectations, you know? Yeah, um, sometimes like, I feel like some like there were some people who see that we're doing really well and we're doing whatever, and they're just trying to find something wrong about yeah and they don't like that we're doing something good in something positive and they want to bring us down because they're not the one doing it and i and that's not how i feel about the majority of people but sometimes i sit there and i'm like are you fucking kidding me do you understand like it's obvious that we try very hard to be very inclusive it's obvious yeah and when people say that i'm like I don't know if people are still saying it because I, I don't look anymore. I, you know, I haven't honestly seen, I think there was a while, there was like a, it's almost like there was like a sweet spot where like all of a sudden people were yelling at us all the time about things. Um, and I think we're mostly out of that now. And I can't tell if it's just because, like, if we changed, if those people left, or if it's just like, we're, um there are different people that are watching our videos now. Um, or if people just, like, kind of calm down. And the um, thing I, is, it's like, I, for a while I was being like, wow, what am I doing wrong? Like, really trying hard. And I reached out to some people, and they were just, I was like, hey, I want to talk about this. Like, how can I get better? Yeah. There was no, they were not interested. They just wanted to be mad at me. And I was like, all right, well, you know what? I fucking get it then. Because clearly this is not about that at all. Yeah. I mean, I think... I don't know. I don't know. I also think that sometimes people can get, like, can get very... I don't know. Like, have very high expectations that you will say everything the way they would all the time. When nobody's perfect, like, even the people that, like, yell at us about or have yelled at us because I don't really see it anymore but like in the past when people have like yelled at us about like saying certain things um it's not like it was like somebody who was perfect that was yelling at us about saying those things you know like everybody everybody has their thing that they have that they're imperfect about you know Mm. um the most you can hope for is to just try your best to improve and not be a jerk uh, which is something that we've always tried to do. So. I just think that we should, you know what, at some point we just got to like, be like, yeah, you know what, we are great. We try really hard and we are nice people. Like, Oh, yeah, and another you know? thing, another thing to point out is that I feel like I have never, I have never been yelled at 
so much as I have when I've said things about video game characters. Like, I've said things, you know, accidentally that I didn't know that were actually hurtful, and I had people, like, very nicely correct me about it, but when I've insulted video game characters, people get, like, super uptight about that shit. No, you know, they've said things that I was like, I can't believe you just said that, first of all. Yeah. Second of all, I can't believe you said that over a video game character. Yeah. It's so it's very it's weird. So weird. It's like the personal attacks that happen over video game characters are very ridiculous. With Giftgate 2015. Giftgate 2016. Oh, oh it was God. like Stacy was just like said something like sassy, which I had said something sassy about as well about actually from until dawn yeah people lost their goddamn minds and i was like i i had gone to bed like i had said it and then like i got like two comments about it and i like went to bed and i woke up and there were like a hundred messages in my tumblr inbox and i was like what is happening right now because there was people yelling at me there were people like yelling at other people there were people like supporting me about it oh my god people that I've never seen anything like that before, like directed at me. It was, and I've never seen anything like that again. Directed, di- like it's so strange. I think you know what the thing that really bothers me is when people try to tell me how to live my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, they'll be like, "I saw that you liked this one video. What the fuck?" And I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" And they're like, "Yeah, you liked this video." I was like, "I don't even remember liking it." But even if I did, fuck off. Yeah. Like, don't I talk know. to me. Who can, does it matter if I liked it? Like, it's none of your business. Yeah. I mean, honestly, though, I would say, I would say, especially now, like, 99% of the people that I deal with are amazing. Yeah. And make me feel really happy that, that we do this. Um, I would say there's only, like, a couple people sometimes, like, that will either, like, ask questions that are a little strange um, or just, you know, I don't, I don't, I I can't, I can't think of anybody that's, like, insulted me personally recently. I feel like a lot of people feel really, very entitled to my, my, my personal details. Yeah, like, uh, you know... You know, I don't really like, uh, I don't like talking about what I'm attracted to, to specifically, A, because I don't want people to feel like, if I say I'm not attracted to something, I don't want people to be there out there being like, oh no, I'm that, and then feel shitty. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I don't know, it's just like, suddenly I was not prepared for so many people being very, very interested and very intimate details of my brain you know yeah that make sense yeah I was not prepared for that very hard to be prepared for that because you yeah don't expect I, that I to become a thing yeah and you know how people are always like oh yeah well why doesn't like blah blah who who says this thing I don't like why don't they just do this and this and this and this and it's like you know what I used to think that way and then now that I have to deal with the same kind of stuff I'm like Wow, I was so wrong. I was so wrong. Like, in every way. Mm-hmm. Like, something that sounds so simple to do is not nearly as simple to actually do. When you actually have to live it. Where you're, like, kind of resent having to be, like, like that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. I guess Stacey and I are both very lucky in that we can just go offline. But one of the, like... I'm going to be honest, I have a lot of anxiety about Geek Remix having a good reputation for being a safe place because I try so, so, so hard for for it to be a safe place to the point where I get really panicky when that reputation gets uh, what's challenged or what's Because it can be hard, it can be hard to, you know... To make sure that other people feel safe when it's not entirely within our control, you know? Yeah. Or when like, there's only, like, there's only really so much we can do about it. 
yeah, I just, I have a lot of anxiety about that because I really, really, really want it to be that way. And when I can't, when that, when that existing gets threatened, I have a lot of anxiety. So my therapist was like, now, she said that I have to read internet arguments about a topic that I don't like so that I can read it and realize that the topic that they're talking about isn't going to, d to be destroyed by people talking negatively about it. So I'm like, yeah. damn it. So. <laughs> well, hey, so that means that us complaining about fragments of him doesn't destroy it. Exactly. Which I guess maybe that's why I felt for him where he was trying so hard to get a point across that we clearly didn't get. So. Yeah, I don't think we got any of the points that he was trying to get across. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, yeah. I mean, yeah. To I, You guys will have to listen to the Fragments of Him spoiler cast that we did with Laura K. Buzz to get our full thoughts on that. Um, that was I, a really good question to answer, Stacey. Yeah. Good to answer. It was just a little bit of complaining. Well, because it's like some, you know, I feel like it's good for people to get like, you know, I feel like a lot of times people ask me questions that it's hard for them to understand. It's hard for people to understand the answer if they don't, if they're not also in our position. Like, for instance, when people ask us to play certain games and it's hard for me to say, okay, well, here's, like, this whole, this whole, like, litany of reasons why we're not going to play that game, and, like, we've thought really hard about it, blah, 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 because we do evaluate games, like, on whether we're going to play them or not, and whether, whether it's a good game and whether it's playable for a Let's Play, like, those are really two separate things. Sometimes they're the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. um, and so I feel like when people sometimes ask, like, hey, are you going to play this game? It's like, I want to give them a full explanation of how, like, we evaluate whether it's a good use of our time and, like, whether there's going to be interesting things to say about it and how long is it, like, all of these different things that go into it. Um, but if somebody doesn't have, like, a YouTube channel and record their own content, it can sometimes be hard for them to, like, empathize with the fact that we evaluate content that much, you know? Yeah. Or for them to understand... Yeah, sometimes go ahead. I do get really testy because I have a lot of anxiety about making sure the channel is a safe place. I have so much of it where it's unreasonable. So when people kind of like threaten that, when somebody acts shitty in the comments and you see me being a huge bitch, it's because I'm like, don't come here and fuck this up. Like, <laughs> I must protect my babies. Uh, yeah, I need to protect my babies. Like, that's why I get so shitty with people because it's like, I know there's a very fine line where if I let this go, <laughs> yeah, it's going to get fucked up forever. So I just, I, I get really, I shouldn't be as in, like high stressed about this as I am. I just, whenever people are like, oh, this made me feel shitty. I'm like, oh my God, like I fucked it up. I've ruined everything. Nobody's <laughs> safe anymore. Because I understand how it feels to want to come home and just play something safe. Or be able to do something that's a little bit scary, but it's a safe thing to do. Or you know? go on a stream where you're not going to see a bunch of homophobic comments in the chat. Exactly. You know? So I just yeah. want to say that sometimes, like, you know, you guys are like, wow, Mari, like, you're being a huge bitch. And I'm like, I just feel like I have to be a huge bitch to some people just to make it so... To protect what we, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I know, and I shouldn't be as stressed out about it as I am, and I'm trying to work on that, because just found out I have OCD, and that's probably why it has to be perfect, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I just want to say, like, you know, if I've ever been a huge bitch to you, it's because I just care too much about that, and I'm trying to not care as much, even though it's important, so. Oh, should we tell them about the footage, since this is probably going to go up? Yeah, Before. uh, all the audio and stuff from the last record session got ruined because I think my audio driver is fucked up. It's just been... So hell. basically what we're trying to say is on Saturday we got together, we recorded footage for like a bunch of videos that were supposed to go out this week, um, 
but all of the none of we're not going to be able to use any of them unfortunately those of you who are watching this stream right now you can actually see the footage of some of them that were happening in the background like that dog one and stuff uh, so it just means that there are going to be uh, it's going to affect a couple days worth of content until we can meet together again and record some other stuff that's all yeah by then hopefully it'll be fixed uh, I will use a different computer to record the audio we'll do different things and it'll be okay um, I've been kind of all over the place because I'm starting a new medicine so it's kind of hard for me to having a lot of like sensory blah but it'll be okay like I'm fine I'll yeah. just say that to myself over and over. <laughs> um, yeah, dog sex simulator, Vera. Doge. Doge. It's not doge dog, sex. it's doge. <laughs> Sorry. <coughs> <laughs> but uh, thank you guys so much for being a really awesome community. Uh, I know the chat on this Twitch channel is actually... I went to some other people's Twitch channels. I was like, wow, this is garbage. I have to leave. Like, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> So you guys are, like, really great, and I, and, you know, sometimes we were like, wow, the comments on your channel are, like, really, like, not scary at all, and I was like, really? Mm. And then I look at other channels, like, oh my god, why is it so bad? Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I just want to thank everybody for being a really nice and supportive community. So, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, thank you to everybody who, like, supports us on Game Wisp and stuff like that. You guys really help us. Oh yeah, so, game was actually is a huge help. Has yeah, been, it's like uh, that's like a that's like a huge contributor to the fact that we get to put out so much content for you guys. So yeah, thank you to all. You know what? We should uh, we should do more game with inciting thankfulness, not to get people to just oh god. <laughs> no, no. To, but just to say thank you. Yeah, we but just to that. say thank you because it's you know it's a I don't know. And it's also just, like, it makes you feel really nice to, like, look at it and be like, wow, like, these people, like, really care about, like, what we're doing. Not saying that other people don't really care, but, you know. Yeah, I think we're, we're in a thankful loop now. Yay! That's Thank good, you. though. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, um, and to, so let's go through um, social media because I'm finally on Instagram now. Oh, yeah. I wanted to say thank you to the person who I, I already told her thank you like a million times, but just wanted to say it again because somebody had my screen name Geek Remix a lot on Instagram and they created another account so that I could have the Geek Remix a lot name and I just wanted to say thank you because I really appreciate that. I also think they thought that I was like mad at them or something and I was not mad. Um, I just really wanted to have it. And I just wanted to say thank you. I also hope that nobody gave them a hard time about it because oh, yeah. that's... You know, if we're ever, like, giving somebody shit on a video or something, trust us, we can do it. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, you don't need to give them a hard time for us. That's, yeah, we're, yeah, we're very bitchy, so... Yeah, so I've been going around and, like, following all these nerdy people i'm about to f i'm i want to find a bunch of like cute animals on instagram and follow them Yo. <laughs> that's like so i used to have an instagram account like a couple years ago and pretty much all i followed were like animals dressed up as people my whole the family follows me on instagram so i can't post any gross dirty penis jokes <laughs> And then, like, people will comment on my videos, I mean, not my videos, but on my posts, and then my mom will be confused and not know it's not me, because a lot of people will put, like, Geek Remix fan or Geek Remix something something, so yeah. she'll think it's me, and they'll be like, oh man, I had our day, I'm, like, really sad, and my mom will call me up, like, are you sad, Mari? And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? I saw this comment, I was like, that's not me. <laughs> not me. That's somebody commenting on my video. Yeah. I mean, on my picture. She can't handle it. You guys, people leave, like, really crazy. Not crazy. I'm sorry. Not, I shouldn't say that. People leave really um, intense, uh, just really silly comments. And she'll be like, why are they saying that? And I'm like, I don't know, Mom. You have to unfollow me. You can't handle it. <laughs> I Yeah, I feel like sometimes... It's like people who people who don't like who aren't on the internet all the time. They don't really understand that that's just like how the internet is. 
you know? Yeah. Like, people will say things on, like, social media, and someone will be like, oh, why are they saying this? Oh, my God. And you're like, it's a joke. They don't, they don't actually, you know, cover their loved one in pizzas and then eat them. Like, that's a joke, you know? Yeah, I, I was posting, like, jokes on Instagram, and she thought I was, like, she was, like, why were you, why, wh- what, why, why, why did you feel like that? I was, like, no, mom, it's, it's a, it's a joke. No, yeah, why? exactly. Are you really sad? No, not, what? No, I'm mom. not sad, God. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you can find us both on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram now, all that good stuff. So, all right. All right. Bye. I think that'll do it. All right. Bye, guys.